Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Hey, y'all. I'm Dustin. And I'm Kaylin. And welcome to Libations and Revelations. <laughs> On you haters. Oh, God. I know y'all's love. Can I actually get you to get that mic a little bit straighter? Oh, yeah. Up and down. Oh, like this. Okay. Yeah. Big pod energy. Should I lower it? Okay. Big yeah. Big what energy? Big pod. Okay, that's not going to work. Perfect. Okay. All right. Dustin? Yeah. You got to do the intro, bud. Okay. We be podding. <laughs> no. I just said I couldn't say that. You are now tuned in. Oh, God. To Podalodian. We haven't even started drinking yet, no. so there's no excuse. Okay. <laughs> Welcome back. To libations and revelations. Oh, new intro. Mm-hmm. And it has probably declined in quality. <laughs> um, that was not intentional. <laughs> Most podcasts get better with time, but we we, we don't. We buck the trend. Yeah, we get worse. Yep. Um, the original hipsters. Yeah. Speaking of hipsters. Yeah. Conformity. U.S. military. Yep. Yeah. Oh, are you going to do a little tagline? Uh, maybe introduce ourselves. Um, this is this is Kaylin. Um, this is Dustin. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in to uh, to our show. Like we said, we be podding. One of us. Um, and this is a show where we talk about conspiracies and drink about it and decide whether there's any merit to it. But today is a little bit different. Um, which I guess we can get into the nitty gritty of that. It's more of, in my opinion, it's not so much conspiracy as like what the fudge, um, type what of the a situ- French toast. That's, that's a famous saying. <laughs> um, more, more just, I was shocked to hear about it and I was like, this needs to be our next episode. Um, so, well, let's start with what we're drinking. Yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, oh, nice. What do you have, Dustin? I am drinking a whiskey mule from uh, Cutwater um, out of San Diego. Um, Perfect. So is Cutwater a brewing company? I guess probably not. It's more spirits related. So this is the new, um, this is kind of an emergent trend of canning and bottling cocktail drinks. Yeah, 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 yeah. Following. Um, Do you want me to give like a little information on cut water? Yeah. Yeah, go ahead. So they are canned cocktails. They have like margaritas and mules, um, Mai Tais, like rum canned. That's kind of cool. We have a, I have a vodka mule. Dustin, which one do you have? I got the whiskey mule. The whiskey mule. Um, but they apparently have been like the most awarded canned cocktails. I don't know who gives these awards, but it is on their can, so oh. I believe it. Um but it was founded by a man named Yusuf Cherney, 
and it started as a passion project, um, and now it has become an award-winning craft spirit brand that has pioneered the canned cocktail category. And no, I'm not just reading this off their website. They do deliver, though, so that's kind of cool. Um, but yeah, so tell us, is yours good? I yeah, I actually really like this. Um, Can you hand me one of the vodka ones? Yeah, there you go. <clears throat> Sweet. Vodka mule. Yeah, Hot water is... vodka, ginger beer, and lime. Lime flavor, 7%. That's... Yeah. yeah. Nothing to... Like that sound. All right, let me see. It's good. Yeah. I like mine. Ooh. Okay, that's very good. Mm-hmm. I def- it definitely tastes like ginger beer. I don't really taste vodka, but taste the ginger. Definitely good. Yeah. Um, So, this is a San Diego... Um, I can't even call it a brewery. Craft... craft beer craft drinkery um which is not where our story technically originates but we picked california because it is the home state of pat tillman who is going to be um the focus of our show yeah so basically i guess i was the inspiration for making this an episode but we were watching the super bowl me for rihanna destined for the football part um, and they did this whole commercial about Pat Tillman, who I'll be honest, I'd never heard of. And Des was like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe they did that, like, with his story being what it is. And I was like, okay, tell me about it, because it was a very moving commercial. And when he told me the backstory, I was like, oh, my God. It's not a conspiracy necessarily, but it was like it needs we need to talk about it. Yeah. So let's – we're going to we're gonna flash back. Should I do a little bio on him first? Yeah, well, let's 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 start where the story really starts. Okay. Um, two thousand one, nine eleven, Al Qaeda knocks down the, the twin towers, hits the Pentagon. Um, America was attacked, and there, you know, there's a surge of nationalism, and, and how you know, and justifiably so, America was attacked. And with a couple of days later, we we the American military and coalition forces headed into Afghanistan. During that time, Pat Tillman, who is a, a defensive player for the Arizona Cardinals, gives up his NFL career to join the, the Army and subsequently gets deployed to um, Iraq during the initial invasion and then gets deployed to Afghanistan in 2004, where tragically he is killed during an operation. Okay. I'm going to stop you so I can give a little background on Pat Patrick yeah. Tillman, um, just since we're going to kind of delve into your half of it. So Patrick Daniel Tillman Jr. Um, was born November 6th of 1976. He was one of three boys, um, and he went to school at Arizona State, I believe. Yep. And then he Sun was Devil. yeah drafted to the Arizona Cardinals. Um, and he enlisted in the army in May of 2002. Um, and like you said, served in Iraq and Afghanistan. Um, he had married his high school sweetheart. Um, and actually wasn't, I guess, all about football and early career. And once he joined, I guess at Arizona state, that became like his, his passion. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to give a little background on, Born, raised, married yeah, high school sweetheart. he's planned for the Arizona Cardinals, uh, leaves to go basically serve his country in time of war, which 
you know, really harkens back in my mind to a lot of the things that you saw during World War II, where not just athletes, but, you know, professionals in many walks of life um, either volunteered or were drafted and went and served in some capacity um, to their nation's defense. So, but, you know, Pat Tillman very early on, this was incredible. How could you give up the NFL making millions of dollars, living, you know, a relatively comfortable life to go be a fucking grunt in the desert? You know what I mean? And he was um, a part of the initial invasions in Iraq, right? The Operation right. Iraqi yeah. Freedom. And in he wasn't just some dude hanging out at a fob somewhere. Um, he was an infantryman and became a ranger, which is, you know, for, for context is is part of the broader special operations umbrella. Um, so this dude, you know, he was out there doing the... Kalen's microphone <laughs> fell down and basically ruining the whole pod right now. Stop, Stop looking at me. Okay. I'm fine. Keep so, so yeah, so he joins it, and he, not just anything, but but he's hardcore. Um, gets deployed to Iraq, heads back to Afghanistan, or heads to Afghanistan. Um, and then, so let's kind of talk about what happens. We learn of Pat Tillman's death, that he's killed during an engagement with the enemy. And America has now sent one of their sons, among many, who was a major inspiration probably for for many others to join the military. Um, And he's killed purportedly by enemy fire in Afghanistan. Only problem is it later emerged that that was not the case at all. Um, But that didn't stop the media and the, the military, you know, media machines from espousing and, and insinuating that Pat Tillman had died this courageous death assaulting the enemy, you know. Didn't um, it say, like, they were attacked under an ambush <clears throat> on a road, right? So, so Wasn't that the initial let's, story? Let's kind of walk through the events of that day. Um, Tillman's group is in Afghanistan, including with his brother, who had also enlisted. Mm-hmm. Um, and there is a little village called Mana, probably butchering that. And this element of rangers was tasked with a confirm or deny operation to determine whether or not enemy forces were in this village. Um, So they move out to conduct this operation. um, And in doing so, somewhere along the way, a firefight of sorts happens and things start to get really kind of murky here. Um, under this point, this element believing they're under contact splits into two sections. Pat Tillman in one, the other half of, you know, the element in the other. Pat Tillman and another ranger and an Afghan militiaman form sort of a supporting fire position. Then, like, they're they're trying to set up some sort of flank maneuver or something. Again, it's... The only details we have are what's written. We weren't there. Yeah. Um, but the point is, is, is now he's broken away from the other half or other parts of this this ranger element. Then they began to make their way back towards the other element. And both him and an Afghan militia member are shot and killed. Initial reports stated that it was by enemy forces. Well, it wasn't. It was friendly fire. But that didn't emerge until after 
the Pentagon and and the news organizations had stated that he'd been killed by you know probably Taliban fighters. But then things get even weirder. Not even you know not only is he shot and killed in, a, in an incident of fratricide. The other members of the the element kind of partake in really weird things, such as burning his uniform, his body armor, a journal that belonged to him. All of these personal belongings are disposed of immediately. By the people in his unit. Yeah. Um, and wasn't he shot, sorry to interrupt you, but wasn't he shot three times in the head? He was. So, so that seems like it. Like but but kind see, of excessive. none of these details emerge. Less than 10 yards away. Yeah, until there's some questions start to circulate. Mm-hmm. So right off the bat, the truth is not out there. People are believing that, you know, he died a, a courageous death. And, and I don't want to minimize what happened. You know, he gave up his lucrative career to go serve in the military to serve his country. That is courageous in and of its own self. Um, however, the, the circumstances of the death are, are really pretty tragic. Um, so, but that's not the story that people hear. They, they, they heard that he'd been killed serving in Afghanistan. Well, then suddenly people started kind of coming out and saying, hey, these details aren't matching what we're hearing or what we know to be true. And the family starts really pushing to try to understand what happened. There's some interesting things about Pat Tillman before his death. Um, he was pretty opposed to the war in Iraq. And I believe his um, exact quote was, the invasion and occupation of Iraq is fucking illegal. Yeah. Um, there was an army officer who insinuated that the only reason that the Tillman family was attempting to pursue uh, a continued investigation was because they were atheists. And they, 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 because they didn't believe that people went to a better place, that they were upset and they needed answers today. They just couldn't accept it. Um, several members of that Ranger unit were actually kicked out of the Rangers. Yeah. Um, so a lot of things began to emerge to include that this heroic, I'm going to go serve my nation individual was actually having contrary views to the Pentagon. And and it's important to kind of go back to that time and remember that after 9-11, we all rallied around the flagpole, understandably. Um, and then Iraq happened. And I think in the memory hole of, of Afghanistan, 9-11, Iraq, they kind of get lumped together, but they're really pretty different incidents. Um, and I think, you know, at that time, what a PR victory Pat Tillman was un- until he was killed by friendly fire. But that never once stopped the, the machine from rolling. And I think that, that some people have even suggested that he was intentionally killed by other members um, due to his views being contrary to the... the the needed PR. This is where the conspiracy part comes in yeah. on my end. But that's what I thought was interesting is like he was the poster boy. Like were they not the media, the army kind of using him and his image to. Yeah. What a great PR victory. Yeah. Um, And then I was reading the, you know, his family not finding out he was killed by friendly fire until weeks after the memorial service. Like it's mm-hmm. not like it was within days. Like, Hey, after investigating, like, this stuff was known from the beginning and it was hidden. It was almost four hours after his death, it was determined that it was friendly fire. And it took weeks 
even after his memorial service, for his family to be told. I think even uh, Stanley McChrystal penned a memo saying that they wanted to put him up for the Silver Star and da 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 da. However, it should be understood that there's a highly probable uh, likelihood that he was killed by friendly fire, even before you know it became more determined um, and, and more definitive. So they basically lied to cover their image, the military, that is. It appears to be. So, um, and, and I think you saw, I mean, uh, you, you probably don't remember, but the Jessica Lynch. I'm looking at you confused because I don't want to So Jessica about. Lynch in the early invasion of Iraq was uh, attached to, I want to say it was like a transport company or something. It, it, it was a typically a non-combat oriented unit. Now they're in a war, so every, every soldier's a rifleman. However, they ended up getting overrun and private first class Jessica Lynch ends up in an Iraqi hospital. Um, and she ends up getting rescued by other soldiers at some point. However, the narrative presented to the media is that Private Jessica Lynch emptied her rifle and fought to the last bullet and only surrendered when she was out of out of ammunition and then was tortured at the hospital by Iraqi soldier. It, it just it was this huge thing, and she was this hero had valiantly fought while everyone else around her was killed. And it was alleged that other members um, who had surrendered were summarily executed. Um, and there's low, you know, it just kind of came out that that wasn't really the story whatsoever. So this, the military being deceptive to our country is not a new thing is what you're saying. Well, no, of course not. <laughs> but but I'm saying in these, yeah. these instances specifically um, with kind of using... Somebody is like, I don't know, you would call her a poster boy? Just a woman, well, I think but. it's a great case to, to say that they were overrun. She fought valiantly and then was tortured and, and other members were summarily executed presents a, a different narrative than a uh, someone who just kind of quit fighting, was given quarter mm-hmm. by their enemy, and was once wounded was tended to. That sort of destroys the narrative of a barbaric, you know, evil enemy. Um, so to the conspiracy side of this, I'm kind of jumping. Um, I was reading that his, because he had a diary, like a notebook, and I know mm-hmm. they burned a lot of things, but like that was never returned to his family, and no. they have not said where, like the whereabouts of it are not publicly known, which I think is kind of weird. So with that being the case, like, why would you not return that notebook? Or if they did burn it and destroy evidence, what did he write in there that they were so worried about people finding out? Yeah, I, I'm not going to speculate on I will. Tillman's political views or where we would lump him into some political compass 20 years after the fact. I'm not going to do that per se. But if I was going to speculate, you know, it, it appeared to me he had a little bit more progressive views or what would most likely align. I mean, who knows? I can't, I mean, you... You know, because you were in the military, you like saw firsthand. But for me, like I can't imagine what he saw day after day. For him to, you know, say what they were doing was illegal. You know, what was he witnessing in our interactions that would make him feel that way? Well, and, and Tillman wasn't the only one who who viewed the American invasion of Iraq as illegal. There's a lot of a lot of circumstantial evidence that I think. I think that's a pretty open discussion that, and I mean, you have, you have Republican 
presidents and presidential nominees saying that the that war in Iraq was unjustified. That's quite a marked departure from where we were in 2001 and 2002. Yeah. Won't get into the conspiracy of the um, Twin Towers, though. No, that's a whole episode. <laughs> to be continued. But um, I, I would, I, where I would, where I would separate myself is I don't believe that Pat Tillman was intentionally killed. That I, I don't believe. So I, you say that, but I find this interesting. So I was reading, like back in two thousand seven, that this um, guy Chris Matthews reported. This guy Chris Matthews, you mean the? <laughs> I don't. To me, I don't. I don't know who Chris Matthews is. He's a reporter. I know he's a reporter for Hardball. Yeah. I reported on Hall. Who is Chris Matthews? He, he's He's been on like MSNBC and shit for like years. Oh. It sounds like a singer's name. Um, so he had said something that like he thought it was deliberate murder. Just based on the where the bullet holes hit and it being like suggested being shot at close range. And the doctors who examined Tillman's body... Um, I guess it was stated on the Associated Press that, quote, the medical evidence did not match up with the scenario as described. Also noting the wound entrances appeared as though he'd been shot with an M16 rifle from fewer than 10 yards. Did not identify a possible motive. When officers and soldiers were asked during the investigation, they said they were certain it was accidental. Um, You know, he was popular, had no enemies. But I just feel like it's very weird like the whole situation, the burning of his stuff. I don't think you're going to convince an E4 or E5 to carry out a targeted hit and it not leak. I feel like Alex Jones literally convinced people to storm the Capitol, so I don't know. Yeah, but this is I don't is think not, it'd be that hard to convince someone yeah, to do something. No, but those people thought they were going to go in and be out by the weekend and go home. This but is different. I understand that, but like you don't think that somebody could be influenced by the government or by You don't think they would have said something? Those people? Yes, who carried it out? No. Because they did write about the incident later. Two of the soldiers wrote about it. The ones that were kicked out of the army? Yeah, well, they weren't kicked out of the army, they were moved to the Ranger Regiment. I smell a conspiracy. Don't well, there no, there there is a conspiracy, and it was to hide how Patrick Tillman was killed. So you think it was just an accident? I do. I truly think it was it was friendly fire. Oh, the this was kind of this isn't funny, but like it's like you're an idiot. The three-star general who withheld details of Tillman's death from his parents for a number of months told investigators approximately 70 times he had a bad memory and could not recall details of his actions. I'm sorry, what? Yeah, I, I don't <laughs> think anybody wanted to admit that they lied about his death at the but first I, place. I like that the excuse is let's burn his stuff. I have a bad memory. I don't. I don't remember doing that. Like, well, the the three star would not have been the one burning his but stuff. He, you don't think he would have been aware of it though? A three star, no. Hmm. Not on the ground like that. Absolutely not. Is three star important? Yeah. Okay. Well, he probably shouldn't be a three star if his memory is that bad. That I don't disagree with. <laughs> but I did like. And it is also important to know that an Afghan militia member was also killed and two other rangers were wounded. Yeah, it's called setting up the stage. I've seen movies. You kind of okay, you want to well, set it up to look This is not a, a movie. This way. is this is real life. Mm. But I did see 
Well, why would the army doctor say that they thought it suggested murder because medical evidence didn't match up? With no the army scenario. doctor ever said that. It's literally quoted. It's An army doctor negligent homicide. Homicide is when you kill somebody. Martha Mendoza in the Associated Press. New details on Tillman's death is the article. Written July 27th of 2007. In quote says, the medical evidence did not match up with the scenario as described. That That's not saying that the, an army doctor said it was murder. What's what they We've got to be careful about what we're saying was said. Yeah. That's just what it says. Only person who's allowed to make conjectures me. <sighs> okay. Well, I think there's a bigger story, but. I mean, yes, they covered it up, but like, I, I don't know. I don't know if I believe it was just an accident. I don't think Pat Tillman, if if he would have been outspoken against the war, I don't think that would have been enough to move the needle. Well, the... That's, and so much so that you would have him intentionally killed. But one of the soldiers was told to lie. Yeah, they were. Like, he testified, uh, Brian O'Neill, mm -hmm. the last soldier that saw him alive, yeah. was literally testified before an oversight government committee that he was told um, by his superiors not to divulge information that a fellow soldier killed Tillman um, especially to Tillman's family yeah and and there's there's probably multiple reasons for that none of this points to a deliberate murder of Pat Tillman as much as it all points to a deliberate cover-up as to the manner of his death yeah and that that's where I would separate. So this. you think it was just to deflect the reality? Well, because because number one, I mean, so a, a, a tier, you know, a, a tiered operator force is having friendly fire incidents and killing each other. That looks terrible. Where's this war going? Yeah, we're killing each other. You know, this doesn't. That's going to reflect badly. I mean, and and I'll tell you from personal experience, negligent discharges, um, friendly fire. You know, those things happen. Like how often you think it's like frequent enough? I I do. I mean, the odds of it end up being Pat Tillman are definitely much smaller, but there are definitely you know incidents of, of fratricide, mm. even in modern combat. It's just it's it's very difficult to avoid. I just think it's very interesting that with all of that, like with and then the reason I wanted to do this, like. I know it's a short episode, but a short episode nonetheless. Um, it got memory that, hold. Well, yeah. I like that the fact that they used this in a Super Bowl commercial, knowing the history behind Pat Tillman, I think is absolutely insane. I I was a little shocked to see that. Um, you know, I'm glad that Pat Tillman's legacy can be used for good. Although, again, I'm not going to speculate on the man's politics or opinions i don't know if he'd agree with what they were doing though well and they have like a like it was narrated by kevin costner <laughs> like this whole commercial i don't know dances with taliban i just it like blows my mind and they put all these pictures of him and like writing a story of a better future because they have a foundation like a pat tillman foundation like, pat tillman is, is a hero yes, in my it mind is a, in yeah absolutely ways. he should be it isn't i mean it, it's, it's, it's incredible. a tragedy Yes, his story is incredible. The fact that he gave up everything he gave up to do this, I just, I just find it mind-boggling that they would use it in a Super Bowl commercial. I, I do too, and I think that 
if people really sat and thought about, yeah, you can go sign up to serve your country and go do high-speed shit and still get accidentally shot by one of your own dudes. And the government will lie about it. Yeah, I mean, that doesn't bode well for recruiting. Yeah. Would you consider that to be like a propaganda? Yes. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah. I it's all propaganda. Well, um, in our show notes and like our social media, I will upload the commercial in case you missed it during Super Bowl. Um, and I, 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 I do want to separate too. I don't want to slander Pat Tillman or the good work that Pat Tillman's organization has done to help veterans and people. I, I do think that there is a discussion to be had. And are we honoring this man's legacy? And nobody can answer that. I mean, he's not here. Uh, I think there was a quote by his brother who was talking about how he was an atheist and was basically saying, yeah, you can say whatever you want, but he's fucking dead, was the quote, essentially. Mm. So I, I don't, I was, but I was really shocked to, to see that. Um, yeah. Well, and I, <clears throat> like, looking into this, I was, like, reading, you know, comments if, of people responding to, like, there was a gentleman, um, Glenn Greenwald, who did, like, a, a video. <laughs> just a dude, Glenn Greenwald. I said, I didn't say just a dude, I said a gentleman, um, who did a video about this specific commercial, Super Bowl commercial and kind of, yeah. like, delved into it. And I was reading comments, and again, grain of salt, Well, comments. people are highly critical of Glenn, Glenn Greenwald, which we could, if there was ever one person that, if we were ever popular enough, would Glenn Greenwald come on the show, maybe? Probably not. He's in, he's in Brazil. Oh, we can we can bring him in like a in a like a Zoom or something. Yeah. But I was reading some of the comments, and again, grain of salt on the comments. But there is a gentleman who is saying he's like, um, he's like as a veteran, he goes, I feel like that whole thing was a betrayal. Like what was shared with the people at home after everything. Like it was a betrayal on trust, you know, of where you're getting your information from and what they're telling us. Absolutely. Um, and I think it's pretty horrific. The the killing, the cover-up, the lies, everything the government did, and then to turn around and use it in a commercial. Now, again, I don't know, maybe like because it is supporting this foundation, I'm sure his wife um, and his family, you know, had to have known about it. I just was kind of shocked they used it like that. Yeah, again, I was really surprised. And I, and I get why they did it, because, you know, Pat Tillman played for the Cardinals, Arizona, that's where the Super Bowl was. I, I get the motivation behind it. Um, again, not to not to pretend or speculate. I just don't think Pat Tillman would have appreciated his likeness and and things of that nature being used. Given what I know of him, yeah, you know, which is obviously only what I could read. Well, and how he felt about the war, I'm right. sure. Um, I just think that's interesting. He'd become this symbol, and he was. Very against what was happening. But yeah. um, again, I know this is not a normal conspiracy, but I thought it was important that we well, I think it speaks talk to, about it. To the so. broader, you know, you, you have to be skeptical and truth is stranger than fiction. Do your due diligence. I feel like that's something. Look into these things. Yeah, it, it does kind of present a roo-roo-raw, circle around the flagpole moment to people watching the Super Bowl at home. But if you really know the story of Pat Tillman and his personal beliefs and what happened and how he was killed, it's not very, it doesn't paint a very rosy picture of the war on terror or service or, 
you know, any of those things. Yeah. Um, but I mean, do the research yourself. I would say like anyone listening, you know, you look into the Pat Tillman foundation. And um, if they are help, if the, the foundation is helping people, then good. Yeah. And judging from what I can read of him, I think he would appreciate that people are being helped. What is fratricide? Fratricide is, is basically friendly fire. Okay. They did mention that. Yeah. But they, I think it's interesting. They kind of glazed over it on yeah. his his um, website. They just said, you know, his heroic efforts to provide cover as his fellow soldiers escaped from the canyon led to that. Um, I still think that's a little bit of an embellishment on the incidents of that day. But I, what I will say is his family and friends started the foundation to carry his legacy um, forward to give military service members, veterans, and spouses um, educational tools, support. And that know, I can and, get behind. And I'm and sure I do if like he was that here, they do that. he would get behind that as well. But I do think it's important to remember the full story. And, and maybe, so. and maybe this is how they're getting everyone back. Because everybody saw that and everyone started talking about Pat Tillman's death again. Yeah. So it, it's so probably maybe a great been. way to, hey, we haven't forgotten yeah. about the lies and the deceit. It's ignite this fire. Yeah. But it's good that people are kind of understanding the story. Just don't storm the Capitol. He was in Afghanistan. No, I'm just saying, like, ignite the fire. Like, I'm telling you, like, ignite the fire. But, like, I don't want it to come back. Like, wow, she told us not to be angry. Like Alex Jones. I watched that that um, thing we watched where, like, Alex Jones was igniting the fire. And then they were like, dude, you totally got everybody to storm the Capitol. Yeah, I think <clears throat> they're just trying to tell a story. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's that. <laughs> no, I'm saying that I don't want people to say I am telling people to. I think at this point, no one's listening. <laughs> so I think you're safe. <laughs> thank you to like the five people who are still tuning in every Mom, week. Mom, <laughs> Dad, <laughs> thank you. Am I watching the kids this weekend? A-Law, thanks. Yeah. That's our son. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank y'all for um, joining us again. But I did, Dustin did a good job. I did think that was important that. That was discussed, especially because I didn't know about it. And I know there were several people that were with us when the commercial came on that were like, what are you talking about? Like, they had not heard Yeah, the story. it gets memory so. hold and, you know, God forbid another war break out in the next 10, you know, maybe minutes to 10 years. Propaganda and manipulation of the truth is, is going to happen. And it's kind of, I mean, I think one of the things we talk about with these conspiracies is perception. And how we we perceive the events and how we all sort of draw our own conclusions. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's all fine and danding, but it's really hard to draw a, a truthful conclusion when the truth is hidden. That was beautiful. That should be the slogan on our shirt. Oh, I'd be podding. <sighs> Not that one. If it's somebody eating one of the Tide Pods. Mm, I'd be podding. <laughs> well, thank you again for tuning in to yeah. Libations and Revelations. This is Kaylin. This is Dustin. It's Libations and Revelations. And make sure you follow Rogue Media. Follow us on all social media. Give us five stars or give us five stars out of pity. And then we we want feedback and oh, yeah. drinking recommendations. All of it. Um, and if you'd like to see us talk about something, 
or here because it's a podcast. You can't see us. Um, let us know. Yeah. Have a great rest of your day. In the words of the Bush administration, <laughs> mission accomplished. <laughs> Goodbye. Thank you all for tuning in to another episode of Libations and Revelations. Be sure to find us on anywhere you get your podcasts and on Rogue Media Network. Thank you all and cheers. This has been a Rogue Media Podcast. <laughs> <laughs>